This is the Bar Stewards Enquiry. You are talking absolute rubbish. Absolute rubbish. In, in what way? You are an underachiever in life. You were, I saved your bacon one time. You were gone. Well, I couldn't save you. I, I don't know if you are, but you said the right thing. But well, that's why you don't know anything about racing, John. I, I didn't say I do. Right? I'm saying that. What have what you contributed to racing? You are one of these take-out merchants. Take out all you can. And a very warm welcome to the Bastards Inquiry Weekend Podcast, uh, where we aim to give you uh, lots of winners, lots of profit, just like we did last week at York for a change. Myself, John, Andy Richmond, etc., uh, etc., et all in form. Uh, the Londoner Davis let us down last week. Uh, no surprise there uh, from Davis. Terrible show. But this week, uh, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a lightened cast this week. We were due to have four, but, but Neville was unable to make uh, today's show due to a, a, a late issue. So. Basically, it is me, John Lang, and Quentin Franks. Good evening, chaps. Good evening, Lee. Hello. Yes. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we can carry on uh, where we left off last week. I know for a fact that I've, I've, I'm very strong on three of mine. Uh, they're a bit bloggery prices, but, but there we go. We'll, we shall set the round off going now then. This is where we go, the three best bets, and then we'll discuss the uh, tele, tele box racing uh, afterwards. So, on this weekend, where we have Beverly Goodwood, Newmarket, ter- Newmarket July course, terrible. Uh, all that, all that water he's put on soft ground. Soft, you, you can tell the courses that have been watering heavily all summer. Goodwood soft, Newmarket soft. In the middle of a drought. Third best bets time, John. I'm coming to you for your third best. Probably best to start with the dross, really. My third best bet goes in the <laughs> four fifty four at Beverly, and this is probably one of the worst races to. Grace a pretty mediocre racing calendar this year anyway. Mm. Um, Minois looks very, very good here, given how the race is likely to pan out. There's only seven runners, zero competition on the front end over this ideal trip to make all round here. This horse was rated 93 in June, it's now down to 77. Obviously the horse hasn't come close to it in its racing, but it's shown probably enough to suggest it can get these in trouble turning in with a soft lead off this mark one point win thank you one point win four to one generally available not with denise coats this time it's uh 11 to four with uh denise uh it's, a, it's a disappointing for johnny likes betting with her i'm uh, off denise a bit actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think four, she, I think she was just a fad <laughs> four, to, four to one across the board, right across the board uh, for John there. So hopefully uh, Minmore can get John off to a flyer for the weekend. Cheers, John Minmore. Ben Curtis in the saddle. Quentin, coming to you for your third best. My third best bet, Lee, comes in the 1550 at Newmarket. Okay. Best trainer in the UK, David Simcock. I know it's a uh, Newmarket, but... <laughs> <laughs> But Trillia's Trillia's too well handicapped to ignore here. Um, it's four to one with with Denise, which is always nice. Um, first start for the yard. Um, one that took my eye as a three year old, and physically you're just going to keep progressing as a four year old. Smart time on the clock last time out, despite steady enough fractions. Form looks strong. See on time winning since Atlantis winning since, and uh, matched that came fifth in that race for Rafe Ralph that that one in a good time at Lingfield the other day. Easier ground should suit here. Um, 
obviously the court there are court stouts hence why it's only one point but you got it should be a decent pace if they help to hold him up given i think they'll gun the harney from the front but he looked mulish of late to be honest soapy stevens is in the field as well so hopefully at least an even tempo uh triple suit one point win four to one Good stuff, yeah. Four to one, generally available trailer. Will Quentin get sim cocked at the, what a duo that is for the uh, for for the old new market uh, July course. Uh, having said that, it's a good like I agree with Quentin. Uh, I think the ground could really bring a, a lot of improvement. So, so Quentin, you think this this, this gelding is going to be really smart? Obviously, obviously. Yeah. If you're saying well, yep. handicapped off ninety, this you're saying this could be sort of um, you know like uh, probably listed borderline, borderline listed. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Good stuff for Quentin, sir. Folks, uh, uh, 4-1 to one there for Quentin with his first bet, Simcock and Spencer. Interesting combo. I like them at Doncaster, Ascot and Yarmouth. The system is, <laughs> yes. Anyway, good luck to Quentin with that one. Uh, my third best bet goes at the local, John. I'm attending tomorrow as well. Are you going there tomorrow night? Well, I'm, that's it. I'm, yep. I'm going there, paddock watch, if, you, if, if you're going to be sat there all night. No. Yes. Um, a, a very good bet, really. Um, he's in the if you can take advantage of the prices, uh, he's in the 720 there, and it's uh, a Grant Chua's dream casing, oh, which is four to one with Denise. <laughs> Ran today, and it had well, I'm not going to uh, criticize young jockeys because she's not had many rides, it's the trainer's daughter. Um, Anna Chua wouldn't be fully you know uh, sort of like accomplished as a rider she you know she's she, she's learning a, a trade she's not there yet obviously it ran okay third today but probably would have won with, with you know with, with stronger assistance sam james takes up back over tomorrow a very well handicapped horse his dream casing cannot be anywhere near four to one so that's where i'm going to kick off with a point win john at the local mm-hmm. uh, sorry about that yeah, um, you better call me a second best bet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's round one complete. A second best bet then, John? <laughs> Guess where this is running? 7.20 at the local. Bingo! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Grant Chiller can be relied upon to roll to, to roll to races when there's hardly a decent yard lining up against him. Yeah. And when I had a look at this, race really standards wise I sort of likened it to a a really bad porno (laughs) and Widdicombe's washers broke down there's a knock at the door and it's Reese Mogg in dungarees with a span (laughs) that's the level of race we're talking about here I think yeah. And the, the penultimate run from the arse missed the kick at the bridge, completely excusable. Everything you said about today's run had a grey with. It's just going to be a nice blowout for his. You wouldn't see Anna Chua turning the arse inside out and making anyone fit for tomorrow. Um, I liked the first run when it was second of 20, but on the event kept on really well there. And this race isn't a patch on that one, two points win. Yeah, and and the low low draw to boot, which has obviously been quite quite suitable um, on yeah, recent recent years. Yeah, absolutely. So point of four to one for John. So it's a klaxon. We've got we have a klaxon again. We're having too many klaxons. Fog on last week, which won uh, Solka, and and now 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 the klaxon. We had a, we had a klaxon for Hamaki, uh, me and Quentin, I think the week before, mm. and now it's um, dream casing. 
Claxon again uh, for the Bastards. Um, so that's it. Get 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 your bets out and get going. Yeah, dream casing, good bet. Quentin, coming to you for your second best. My second best bet, Lee, comes in the prestige. Um, top of the market, Ferry Cross, uh, five to two at the moment. Just, <laughs> it doesn't really look a deep, deep race here, to be honest. Um, of those that have experience, well, she looks head and shoulders above these. The, the ground's going to suit as well. The damn Devonshire listed winner on soft ground, group two winner on soft ground, moves like a moves like a soft ground horse, bumped into Mark Johnston's, I can't remember the name of it, the Cracksman filly, did well yeah. to pull clear at Sandown in a in a decent enough time. There, there's not much not to like. We'll go forward from a from a middle, middle draw. The Hughes off Candle of Hope, I think John said, another one of the queens that kind of moody the head went up at the finish there last time out. Bright Diamond, decent back-end sectionals, but was hard-pressed to win um, at Newmarket. And the time, even factoring the sectionals, was modest enough. Bet me, I just don't like as a type at all. Very ordinary, plain sort of filly. And um, modest font, the Sweet Solera Stakes doesn't doesn't look all that at all. Um, I had her closer to 6-4 to four and 5-2 to twos on offer. That'll do for me, two points win. Yeah, absolutely agreed with all of that because we've got a double Claxon. <laughs> <laughs> Two points win, Fairy Cross, 150 Goodwood, the prestige for the same reasons as Quentin has just mentioned. Bright Diamond, I felt was a potential threat. However, for exactly the same reasons, Quentin, I analysed the sectionals late on of that win. I also and I compared it with something like Victory Dance that run on the same course on slightly grow, slower ground. And Victory Dance looks a far superior horse. If that if that's the case, then Fairy Cross re- officially rated 103. The Sandown form's very very strong indeed. And Fairy Cross did she did enough wrong there? She was a little bit free down the hill. Didn't it didn't quite you know if you backed her you'd be thinking ah settle down settle down. And she was she just ran off a bit down the hill and and I think she paid for that later on. Like Quentin says about the ground you know if if there's any soft left in it by tomorrow. It's, it's fine. Jabawi, fast company mayor, Damsire, obviously Devonshire, like like Quentin says. Nothing to add other than that it's a, it's a second Claxon. Round two complete. Two Claxons already. Tremendous. This, 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 we should point out at this point that we don't compare notes before we record no. these shows. No, not. nothing. So, yeah, just in, fact, in fact, our, our two new listeners. <laughs> Um, just, just in case either of them was wondering. Uh, oh yeah, no, 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 no comparisons. And and the thing is, I think we went we went about three months without a klaxon. Uh, uh, you know, like uh, until recently, and it just seems to be getting klaxon and foghorn silly. So yeah, uh, I, I agree with Quentin also about price. I think it's a six to four chance fairy cross. I don't understand why it was put at three to one. I think uh, first thing and we're yeah. going klaxon tastic, aren't we? Yeah, nice, good, 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 good. Yeah, this is this is we're into uh, trick. We could be into tricksy claxons when we do the last round. Okay, then I'll tell you what. Then I'll, I'll kick us off for the last round and see if <laughs> see if we get any giggles. Uh, okay, this is my best bet uh, of the weekend. I am extremely confident on this horse. Two or five Beverly Silver Cup post impressionist rated eighty eight. Uh, the race it ran in at Chester last time was unsuitable. It was, I, I was quite bemused why, why the shirt ran there. Maybe there's a purpose. I've no idea, yeah. but it was, it was a messy race. It popped out. He kind of just, it, they were going slowly. He just didn't suit. You can draw a line through. You can draw a line through Ascot. If you look at this horse's form, 
this is a hundred horse. With that, I've, I've no doubt whatsoever. It's probably one of the real better handicapped horses in training. Second to Eldar Eldoroff at, at Newcastle. Uh, again, not quite getting the pace that it needs. And it doesn't matter. It finished a short head in front of Honiton. Honiton's now rated 94 and giving it seven as well to boot. And <coughs> every every form line points to this horse being very useful. When it beat Western Stars at air, could not have been more impressive. Really impressive performance. I know it was threes on, but Western Stars have since bolted up off 77. I mean, that's now rated 82. So 88 for first impressionist. What a very well handicapped horse this is. I think it's 100. I'm, I'm certain it's 100. That's 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 my bet. And it's the shirt. The shirt did us a favour last week with Solcom and just a brilliant trainer. And he's. I, I reckon that this has probably been its target um, since Chester. And Tong Tai for the first time doesn't put me off because he's got a good record with that. He did it with Solcom last week. I don't think that's an issue for anyone to worry about with the the old Tong Tai for the first time. So three points win. Five to two, get on. Quentin, coming to you. Just, I, I think inside Rail at Chester that day was, I think that's where it started to play dead as well, which didn't help. Yes. And uh, yes. I think it was after the Ascot run, we were all on like the, the evening preview post Ascot, whatever it is. And we said we're surprised if they leave him off 89 and said he's probably 100 horse. And yeah, just looks seriously well handicapped horse against not too much in, in all honesty. My one, three points win in the 13.35 at Newmarket. Dance acclaim. Uh, Eve Johnson Horton trained acclamation cult. Uh, took the eye on debut in a race that I thought would work out well. Um, really decent looker. Penny started to drop late doors. Um, and the race did work out well. Out, out of the race, you had horses like um, Royal Scotsman come out and win Rebel Redemption Time. Wallbank and obviously Noble Style. Trip didn't look like it suited that day. Concern is the time off the track, but up to six furlongs. Um, dams related to several soft ground winners. I suspect it will still be good to soft slightly tomorrow. Just looks like he's going to take a large step forward. Um, Favourite in the race, five to four, Roger Varian horse. I'm not particularly keen on. Time was modest and on the right part of the track at Haydock. Ground should probably suit. Uh, but Dance, Dancer claims grossly overpriced at nine to one, in my, in my opinion. Um, three points win, nine to one. Bang. Yeah, indeed. Like you say, very, very strong maiden was the Ascot, Ascot race. Obviously, noble, noble style coming out with the gym crack. And a, very, a very strong gym crack as it was as well. Royal Scotsman in four. Like I said, the form, fantastic. So, Quentin Plumping for Eve, who's, who's certainly uh, no stranger to training good horses. And um, I wish him well there at nine. This could be a really good nap, that Quentin. Uh, three points uh, win there. John, last but not least... Probably is least, but we'll give it a pot anyway. Uh, this one's in the 5.34 at Windsor. Mm. And this is a bit of an old project of mine. Huddlestone Mac of Huey Morrison's. Mm. Now, this horse, he just could not get right last year. And he seemed to be a little bit gone in the head as well. So you'd probably think leave well alone until it shows something well i was rather encouraged to see being gelded over the winter and given time to get over it as with the, most of the best laid plans on his belated debut the bloody saddle slipped and all control well as much control as george rook would have was lost now he's had tom mark one boat for this for a while and this is running off a derisory rating here of 80. This horse went off favourite at York last year, off 88. He can win this as a starting point for getting back on track. There's 
no need for these people that will kept this going. There's obviously a key to it. I think the shorter trip will probably help him settle as well as the pace should be quite strong. And uh, he's probably misguidedly a fairly confident three-point nap. Yeah, it's an interesting runner because I, I had a good bet on this last time. You and yeah, decent price in the morning. Obviously, you look back and the the, the form with Mabadra, you know, when it chased chased that down when it was second um, at, at Kempton, decent form. That's that's since one off eight, eighty nine now rated ninety three. Yeah, there's nothing really not to like about Huddleton Mac rating. Are we all sort of okay with the ground uh, if if it's on? Uh, Windsor said said soft. Are we okay with that? I don't think a print alert in my early, especially at this trip. Yeah, Quentin, what do you think about, about the ground, etc.? Okay. I, I backed him last time out just because the all-weather figures he had put up and that form working out, so I, I haven't looked at Windsor yet. It's last on the list of things to do today, to be honest. Yeah, know what you're saying. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting selection, John. Are you three points on the nose? I am, yeah. Yeah, tens. It is an interesting runner. Like I, said, I had a really good bet on this last time, and that, the saddle slipped, actually. Has it reported that in the racing post? I didn't know whether the post has reported it. I mentioned it because it was absolutely obvious it had slipped when I looked at the race. Yeah, yeah, as, yeah, yeah. racing post reported. So, yeah, I knew it had. Um, yeah, Rook's toes were nearly in its ears. So. Yeah. I t- <laughs> it was quite it's quite funny that race actually because I told my mate as well to have a have a real good bet on it and um straight away after the race he, he messaged me and went total non-buzzer that total non-buzzer and I said the saddle <laughs> I think the saddle stuff you know you know what they like you know you know when you give you know you give one of your friends a tip and it's like it's like that 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 went off that went off you know it's it's, it's no nah, it's it, um it was it was a genuine reason for excuse. Interesting run of that, John. Real, you, you've... I've, I've stopped tipping horses to friends now. I, I, I just tip them on here <laughs> to pay to pay. I don't give a monkey's about. <laughs> Indeed, on the podcast, it's not totally shit. Um, speaking of which, uh, totally shit is that the ginger Hitler going uh, to the local on uh, tomorrow night? No, he uh, he's, he's cried off sadly. What? What a disappointing man he is. Mm-hmm. Um, extremely disappointing man, uh, the ginger Hitler. Uh, so Just no ginger. Staying in the bunker. Yeah. Are, are you are you, you taking a guest tomorrow night? I am, yes. <laughs> mm. is, it, is, it the, is, it the, is it the steak and oysters? Okay. Uh, no, it's a, this makes me sound like a terrible Lothario, but no, it's a different one. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. Uh, yeah. You'll get the story for that and the exclusives on the sermon on Sunday. Don't miss on that. Uh, right. Yeah, she's a mucky little get this one. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yeah. Don't forget to tune in then on Sunday. Very uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Saturday's. Uh, I, I just thinking. The problem is me. I think in pictures uh, a lot of the time. So. Yeah. so I, I, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> right. We've got we've got Beverly Goodwood Newmarket. Well, one one race at Newmarket on on the telly. Uh, so we'll go through them now. Uh, we'll start with Beverly. It's not the best of Saturdays as we know, but we've managed to dig up some good bets. I think there's some really good bets there, Quentin John, and two Claxons. What more do you want? One thirty Beverly uh, outrun the storm eleven to four five. Um, I thought this race was about was priced up pretty good actually. Um, that was my take on it. Not much interest in the race. Exposed handicappers thoughts, chaps. 
Um, I, I thought Elton the Sound would probably make the run in and be hard to beat, really. Okay, you, uh, right. Okay, so so John, yeah. I mean, you've been handy enough, and O'Shea now seems to be getting the hang of these northern tracks rather quick and getting on top of things, doesn't he? You know, um, he's a good pilot. Yeah, I don't feel particularly compelled about the RC11 before. I think the price is right. Uh, yeah. But I, I think there's some right disappointing bastards in this as well. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, Majestic, for me, is like the second favourite of Mick Shannon's. Is, is the mark's about right. It's It went up £3 for beating nothing because the Agasaur showed nothing at Pontefract. Mm. So... I, I I don't see any edge in the mark of Mick Shannon's. I mean, you, you tend to want eleven pound up your sleeve when it says M um, Shannon near the trainer. Right, <laughs> well, you, well, you do, you do. But he's, uh, I, I had a big bet on one at Foss last today and uh, did my brains. And um, uh, Shannon had the winner, the easy winner as well. Very impressive. It was a bit unexposed. I probably you, you probably... can have winners. It's just never when you're backing. Yeah, no, 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 no. Quentin, thoughts on this? Uh, looks to be a decent amount of pace on Outrun the Storm and uh, Antagonise will probably go forward. It's highly unlikely I'll have a bet. To be honest, I'm not sure why the race is on, um, was it not Channel 4, ITV. Um, if I if someone was scratching around for a bet to have the, the reason in the race, maybe Elderbar looks like a similar sort of setup to last time out. Johnny Pate on top again. Got a cut up free for a for for a win caught in distance form time looked fine drawing eight shouldn't be an issue but that would be kind of clutching at straws in all honesty John will you get a word with Jeff Arker maybe uh, oh, yeah, oh no that's a Beverly isn't it you're not going to word with you I'm, I'm thinking it's, I'm, I'm sorry I'm thinking I've got red car on my mind now you've mentioned mentioned that you're taking a guest along I, I can't throw some weight <laughs> on why Beverly's on ITV tomorrow it's Basically, to give give them somewhere to send Leona, with in a way, <laughs> um, and Megan will be down at Goodwood with the champagne and pims, and Leona will be fighting for Arthur Norseman in the middle of a little bug. Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, oh, I mean, this is sermon stuff. But did you see that letter that Leona got sent today? Yeah, I, I did actually tweet her back, actually. I said, well, on the plus side, at least it's legible. And he hasn't written it in the blood of one of his pet pigeons. <laughs> I'm going to say, it's like, then, you, then you'd start yeah. to like, you know, or, or it's like them the newspaper cuttings one, you know, like. You uh, know, yeah, yeah. You know, they, all, when all they different used to, letters in different colours and shit. Yeah, when they used to cut things out of newspapers and stick them on a piece of A4 and like. You know, with some really weird. Oh, trans- proper queer bastards, them, aren't they? They never get their hands on you. They're going to gut you like a mackerel, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all very Clint Eastwood stuff, this. Uh, anyway. Do we get any of them in, in the mailbox? Or is it all just. No, we, we, we just we just get that daft. You know, remember that Leslie Allinson? Ah, uh, yeah. The, you know, the, the, the he's him that, yeah, yeah, he, he just like spams the YouTube, and he just like he just calls us all fanny betters. <laughs> he's got a point. <laughs> Especially he's a fanny batter when it comes to his sister, isn't he? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is it. It's, it's you know, there's some strange folk out there. Uh, Paul Leonema, um getting some uh, some stick there with a letter. Go on a Twitter feed, and you can barely it's barely legible. Is the letter? It's it's it's, it's you can't. It's not even uh, well worded. Nothing nothing in it. To, uh, I, I, I could read it. All right. I wonder if it's somebody I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I recognise the writing. That's how I can read it. <laughs> Be somebody from uh, yeah, be somebody up your way, John. Maybe um, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, especially if he's, uh, if he's he's betting her tips and stuff. Yeah, yeah and, and they've had a they've had a downer. Anyway, two or five. I'm going to sit this one out, uh, and Quentin's going to sit it out, John, because I think he agrees with me, Quentin, to a degree. Do you agree with me, yep. Quentin? Person, impression? Couldn't, couldn't couldn't have put it better myself. Well handicapped horse. Should I don't think the ground's going to suit weight to excel as well. He looks. Very much a top of the ground horse. I'm sure it's a drying day, but um, should be should be sub two to one easily. This post impressionist. Mm, yeah, I, I, that's what I think, John. Tongue going on. I think really uh, probably betting on Stevie Donahue, not making a monkey of himself, aren't you, really? Yeah, I, I think the shirts have this. Re- I think the shirts have this picked out. And the thing is, weight to excels like gone up heavily in the weights. Kitsune Power, it, it ran perfectly well last time, but again, it's now getting to a mark where you're thinking, this is now about right, whereas there's yeah, nothing... That, that one's a bit shady, isn't it, for that now? Yeah, there's, there's nothing in this race that's actually well handicapped barring person pressure, so as long as we don't get a fast of a race, I think we're uh, I think we're, we're bouncing on that one. Uh, the, the Beverly Bullet, John. Mondamedge is out again. Yeah. Now, we did have a brief discussion about this last night, didn't we? <laughs> What, what was it you said about the arse? Yeah, I said I said you can see the horse sort of like uh, travelling well with like a Berlin Wall in front of it <laughs> with, with about a furlong to run. I mean, it doesn't look good for the lad, does it? Really? Um, no, I'm, I mean, but no, but this is is this it's ten days off in it? I, I think it's had he's ten, ten days off. Yeah, yeah. You can get three into him before the park, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the Portland, I, that's it. I, we were just waiting for the Portland, I think, to have a little go, you know. But yeah, he's Phil Sally for poor. And we got Norman there doing the paddock for the Portland. <laughs> uh, it, you, you might get a text saying the fucking skeletons just walked in. <laughs> no condition. <laughs> No, no, he's a hollow horses attended the parade. I know, I don't, I don't think I've ever, I, to be honest, can you remember it? Can you remember many horses rated so high, campaigned so like heavily, aggressively? Uh. <laughs> I can't. I don't think I can. Rem- I, can't, I don't think I can remember a triple figure horse that's been campaigned. Johnston's campaign. got one. Which one? Johnston's surely got to have oh, one. Johnston yeah, campaigned similarly. I mean, I mean, I mean well, that, that, that's uh, the only one I can remember. Think possibly Grady Zanger. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, acorns yeah. and trees, for instance. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, what do we think to this? Well, Liam Mondermage, probably. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, do not Liam Mondermage. 14 to 1. No. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Tipping a 1 to 14 poke. No, do not. Yeah. Uh, there seems to be a few older horses here. I think King of Stars has been running well. Yeah, I, I could I could probably rock along with that one because I think that will go handy and probably ease his mark and that might be all it takes here. 
that's going to go blast off in it, King of Stars. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I, I have no opinion at all. Uh, friend of the show, Stuart Williams. Uh, I thought existence running quite well, and bearing in mind that Stuart's been in the doldrums all summer, and he's he's, he's took a uh, a recent sort of like upturn in 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 terms of form. I thought existence. It wasn't disgracing the King George, just in the wrong place, really. Um, he's, he's finally put his appearance on our show behind him, hasn't he? And he has, yeah. That that, that affects that affected him mentally. Um, it affected the entire <laughs> operation. Um, he thought, "What the fuck is this?" Um, <laughs> it ruined his life for a time, didn't it? <laughs> he did. It took him a while to sort of find his stride, but I think now there's been enough time since his appearance on the show, and yeah. it's now showing. Have to get him back on. Yeah. <laughs> so existent for me i thought again similar problems to mondamage the older post but beyond the inside at least waiting for a gap i thought that'd be my choice quentin i'd I'd rock in with uh john shout to be honest king of stars like the run at york um end up on the wrong part of the track more stand side and then drifting across it's not stacks and stacks of pace in the race um should conceivably get a solo with uh, looking at the pace map, Corker's taking a chunk of the market. Like, definitely, he's not a track you want to be behind in. Um, he's, he's obviously got the form to figure, but the slow start seems to be getting worse and worse. Um, probably have a little pace lay on, on Corker near the off and um, a, a, win, a small win bit on the King of Stars. Yeah, no, fair, fair, fair enough. Yeah, good comments. Um, can we've already touched this, but but can can, can we believe that <laughs> they've put the scrap on at Beverly? They must have got. There must be some kind of thing. Hundred thousand pound sales race at Newmarket. You know, I've got to just give that, give, give that the old swerve. That's on at two forty-five. And Newmarket. I mean, I mean, maybe they've had enough of Prosser's watering, uh, like we all have. Well, they need the wide-angle lens at Newmarket, don't they? Because they're spread all over the fucking track. <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe they should. Maybe that's good. It's a telebad. Yeah, it might have, might have broke, John. They can't, they can't get a replacement, so they put Beverly on this week. Maybe they want to leave Leona up now as well. <laughs> Don't think bringing her down south and getting any ideas, do they? No, no, absolutely. Okay, 3.15, the hopeful stakes. Uh, <laughs> this is where hope enters the building for many and disappears. Golf club, are you listening? Um, you know, he's back to pot noodles for you this week. Uh, three fifteen, great ambassador, hundred to thirty five. And it, it, what we what we saying for this race, chaps? Yeah, will it run? I yeah. think they'll run. He's got he's got a heavy ground win, hasn't he? But uh, they're kind of scratching around for places, not places to run. But it looks a doesn't look a deep listed race. In all honesty, you've got a few with question marks over the head. You've got the, um, the Chris Hood thing coming off a break. Mosey Elter, will it be soft enough near, near the off to be, again, ground, in my opinion? I thought the bet in the race um, was the dream. Decent form, won the clock. I know it's by Brazen Bow, but has has strong, easy ground form. I thought that was slightly overpriced with the, shit, with the pieces on for the first time. Yeah, the, the one the one horse I, I, I can't have going on the ground just on action and everything it does, is uh, Manakan. I don't think that'll ever handle any juice whatsoever. Um, it's just, with the with the action, everything it's got, it's just, and it's obviously by exceeding Excel, but there's no way Manakan for me can handle um, like juice in the ground. So I'd be massively against that, um, especially if it's sort of single figures. Um, so that's my one to eight, one to nine lay, John. <laughs> well, fair enough. Um... 
I actually think there's a massively overpriced horse in this race, and it nearly made me final three, actually. And that's James Horton, Sam Maximus. All right. This hasn't been getting beaten too far, and maybe not having the best of runs in races he probably couldn't win, to be perfectly honest. I mean, it ran at Ascot behind perfect power, was under the one pork, finished midfield, beaten seven lengths. Was only probably about seven pounds off it in its mark at the time. I did run it in 98, rate 101 now. I know the ratings are insignificant, they were many conditions race, but um, I think this one, if you go back the last time this ran on soft at Doville, running a group three was beaten a length by Have a Good Day. The cheap pieces will help because. He probably could deal with his knackers off, to be fair, but they probably won't deal with that till the winter. I think getting his toe-ins, not a bad thing for this horse, out with an acclamation mare. This could run well at a big price for me. James Harton's in fantastic form. Yeah, brilliant trainer. We, we touched upon this uh, last week. Um, John, you, obviously you know him well. Um, uh, Sir Michael Stout's uh, former assistant, and um, a pony, 25-1, to 1, Sam Maximus. It's a good shout, John. Make, make a perfectly good case. Okay, we'll move on to Goodwood. No, no one wants to move on to Goodwood, do they? Fiona <laughs> would if she had chance. Yeah, it's, it, uh, Megan Nichols will get the air. Uh, that's it. The Pim's tent uh, with Megan Nichols tomorrow. Um, I would imagine. She would be uh, on the paddock from the Pim's tent, won't she? <laughs> well, I don't, yeah, as long as you're not talking about betting on ITV. They don't like that. No. Um, uh, the, the, the 150 and the prestige, me and Quentin's already klaxoned. You know, we, we, we're, we're like the, the, the scene in planes, trains, automobiles, John, where they go into the motel, uh, John Candy and Steve Martin. And, um, yeah, we're all we're all in, yeah. Isn't it a good race to start a card off this when you think they've got the match stakes there in memory of John Dunlop? And it probably does justice to John Dunlop, really. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 We never got that far, but no. 
when I recount the story now, obviously there was 300 grand on the table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, 150 then. Do you agree with me and Quentin on Fairy Cross or are we of something different? Well, I was going to tip greedy, but no, I wasn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think she'll break these. Yeah, so unanimous fairy cross. Uh, two twenty-five. Orban is favourite for another boring seven furlongs handicap. Again, I looked at this and thought, yeah, there's one or two that interest me. Maybe at prices, but I, I just struggle to get excited about the race, chaps. These are just rotten, aren't they? You know, I mean. Ron, 9906. You sound like it's not the red car race. 101 Ross Collin. Come on, John. They're not rotten, surely. No, I mean, just the concept of seven furlongs at Goodwood's rotten. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. Inside draws, though. Bit draw bias, John. You should be all over this. Inside draw bias. Get get first to the bend. If, if the ground's softer and they're coming towards the stand side, you get first dibs. First dibs at the rail. I'll be waxing my spats ready to attend the local, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time to let the dog in for the 2.25. Quentin, any 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 view here? Yeah, it was actually a race that interests me. Um, Russ Collin was nearly made my, I think it was nearly my third best bet. Just looks an ideal sort of setup for his £15 better off with Orban um, for the Goodwood run. No pace in the race, soft ground form, low draw. But by that stage tomorrow, I think they'll be avoiding the... I think he's got the perfect draw for that. Um, I made him shorter than he was, but he's now generally fives across the board. And he was sevens, 15 to two earlier in the day. And I thought that was... He was a decent bet at them prices. Maybe six to one, 11 or two, still a bit of juice in that. Um, but yeah, I, I thought he was... Uh, one of the likeliest winners of the race, to be honest, in in a race where not many look overly well handicapped. Like Quentin um, loves, yes, I know what you you like there. Quentin loves the territory's angle as the ground softening soft up. Ground, this, yeah. this horse has been racing on roads all year, and Quentin's thinking the horse is bored now. I've got to firm. It wants some a bit of dig underfoot uh, and well drawn for, for for the cock watchers. So yeah, no, no, can't can't. Um, can't knock that, Quentin, at all. Uh, so know me too well. That, yeah, that nearly made the list for Quentin's bets. Now we've got some really uninteresting races. The, the March stakes is expertly described by John um, at the start of the Goodwood preview. One to four, who you mouth? This is, is this a let the dog in or a let the dog out race, John? I think the dog would jump through a fucking window if you let him into this. Even though it was shut. Yeah, I mean, this is shite, isn't it? Yeah, it's it. I mean, for 100,000 added, um, I mean, I'm surprised, like, uh, Sadiq hasn't entered one here. You know, the, the, the fourth horse. There's got to be a case here for saying, well, if you run something rated less than 90, however close you finish, it's not going to affect your man. Just right. I've only just noticed. I've only just noticed. Uh, there's only four runners. I've only just noticed. Uh, John O'Neill. What a shrewd uh, John O'Neill is. Look at this. Uh, 64 rated. And he's going to pick up £5,360. I don't know what the entry is. Hang on. Seven pay a thousand pounds to, 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 to declare. I don't know what the initial entry fees were, but 
it's going to be a profit, it looks like, for uh, John O'Neill. And if one of the others breaks down... Well, if he's, if he's got a bit of sense, hey, he's in the one box. If he says to yeah. Connor Maxwell, you know, hard left as you get out, take three of the fuckers out. <laughs> <laughs> he's in business, isn't he? Yeah, well... Uh-huh. It, yeah. I mean, the one thing about... I've always found about Stuart's inquiries interesting is that they always they look at the end of the race and say like a DQ oh yeah that crossed the horse and right if you if you broadside a horse in the UK and this is the rules that they look at say if you broadside one out of the cupboards and absolutely make it snatch up and it, and you lose to it by a short edge you will not get the race you don't they don't consider anything at the starts which is quite weird mm. how, how, you know how 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 odd is that? That the, the, if, the, if Maxwell can put an act on and strike into a couple, he's he's away and laughing, isn't he? Yeah, we are clutching at straws, though. We are, we are trying to make the show entertaining. <laughs> 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 anyway, we'll move on. Three thirty-five. The, the speculation is about the most entertaining part of the fucking race, isn't it? Let's be fair. Uh, to, to be fair, we're sort of wishing for something. Yeah. Yeah, something interesting to have. Three thirty-five. Uh, Mutter Sabek is five to four. Wrist uh, favourite for the celebration mile. Another very disappointing field. Uh, Stormy Atlantic's very old now. Finest Sound, uh, I don't think it's the most genuine. Escobar, eight year olds, just, 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 just there. Um, I did think five to four. Mutter Sabek, his value is in Quentin. The, the racing appeal as one to look at. He's he's got the he's the best horse in the race, obviously, against some moody sorts. Escobar, it's not going to play out how his handicaps play out. So no, it's it's not a race like race I've priced, but kind of looking at it when you put the pieces together, yes, you could probably say five to four is a shade overs. Yes, it's it's quite fair. I mean, I mean, you just look at it second to lights on, um, alcohol free in third, Ross Collin in fourth. Your big bet, Ross Collin. Uh, McGallan, Modern News in the Diamed, um, obviously already beat Escobar, uh, Epsom. Should he have won a couple of these? Sorry, John? Should he have won a couple of these, though? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I wouldn't. That's, that's the problem. I, I, I kind of wondered if he just fanning it a bit against lights on, and I, I, I sort of. Yeah, it's probably no disgrace going down ahead to Chindis in the context of this race, but. I, I was so uh, I thinking he fanned it there as well. I I thought he did fanny a bit against Chindit, but then look, you look, do, you know, do, my Obron. Do, do you want to row? Do you want to row over Charlie Hills or at five to four? No, never, absolutely never. You need big prices when you're backing Charlie. You know, you see, like Cardem, I backed in the King uh, the King George at Goodwood. You know, and and that's because. Basically, it was it was a price. Like you said, Charlie's not a stable. I want to take five to four about, but he just all adds up, adds up to backing it. Um, I, I I always try and get him beat, but ugh, I don't know what with. Well, I wouldn't take five to four about Charlie's first lap coming out on a morning show. <laughs> no, indeed. All right. So I mean, we've we've sort of reached the end of our uh, uh, television coverage. Uh, there's not, not really a lot to talk about uh, in terms of the racing, but we, we've definitely come with some good klaxons. What I would say tomorrow, folks, is um, if you get time, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, just... just uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but it is. If you get time... Um, well, uh, the wind- our listeners are all pushed for time. 
It's I, I don't know. I, 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 you know, look, busy lives, you know. God, ever. You know, like taking the kids on a, on on the waltzer or something. I don't know. So I don't know. Yeah, you, you know. Most of them aren't even allowed access to the kids. <laughs> Big wheel and that. They're picking at curls and fish and chips, uh, uh, you know, candy floss, all that. You know, so no just... time. But I mean, no, Windsor tomorrow. The thing is, Windsor's card. If you look at, if... <laughs> I'm losing. No, no, no. The Windsor Hill man. Uh, you know, the 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 yeah. It's, it's not not that bad a card. But yeah, I thought yeah. Well, I mean, I know you're at the local. You're not bothered. You took the mucky one to, to local, so so that's it. We'll get the story on that on Sunday. In fact, that's a good that's a good situation to end the show. So anyway, look, I hope you've enjoyed this show. <laughs> Talking shit, Anna. Um, oh, by the way, for the, for the, the producers cracked up. The producer's gone. Uh, yeah, I'm talking shit. But listen, the the Irish tomorrow have got a good card. Also, they've, they've got the the group, it's a couple of group three, three group threes, and and the, the Irish Cambridge tomorrow. So so there's lots of things to look at other than the ITV racing uh, rubbish that they've put on really. But anyway, hope you enjoyed that one, uh, like we did. <laughs> Um, and we're back on Sunday with more complete rubbish. Uh, me, John, and Chris uh, discussing the week's uh, uh, affairs. Possible special guest. Oh, possible special guest Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So that's something to look forward to. Better than this show. That's still not totally shit. Have a good one. Bye for now. <laughs>